Jesus. 
Depressed, yeah, my baby. 
Shalom, 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 shalom. Good morning, people of God. Shalom, church. I believe so much that we are all doing perfectly well this very morning. Okay, we give God the glory. By the grace of God, myself and my family, we are all doing perfectly well. Um, the Lord is indeed good. I want to thank God for your lives. I want to thank God for the grace of God that is revealed. 
Hallelujah. I believe strongly that by the special grace of God, the Lord in his wisdom has prepared a day like this, even to glorify himself. And I know that um, the Lord um, wants us to see this day. That is why he allowed us to wake up this very day. And the fact that we have woken up shows that we have a purpose and we have an assignment to fulfill. Hallelujah. And one of the things I always say is that nothing should make you give up. Keep pushing, keep fighting, keep praying. It will make sense very soon. It will make sense very soon. Hallelujah. 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 So we give God the glory. The Lord bless everybody. You know, I want to appreciate God for all your lives and the grace of God that He has revealed even and uh, thank you upon you in Jesus' name. Amen. So if you are by the name Maswell, you have to let me know. Oh, you, 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 you have a family member called Maswell. You have to let me know. God bless you, Henrietta. The love, the Lord bless you. Sandy, the Lord bless you. Gloria, Sedo, the Lord bless you. International, God bless you. Enchua Ruth, the Lord bless you. Pretty Moreau, the Lord bless you. Favorite Taros, the Lord bless you. Same the Chosen. The Lord bless you. Ofori Bride. The Lord bless you. Akosuya J. God bless you. Pamela. God bless you. Yvette. The Lord bless you. Vesta. The Lord bless you. Nana Kwabna. The Lord bless you. Um, Sophia Atta. The Lord bless you. Poma Rachel. The Lord bless you. Berima. The Lord bless you. Abna free the Lord bless you. Akosya J, the Lord bless you. And the Lord favor you all in Jesus' name. Dossi, God bless you so much. Nyaminsa Wom, the Lord bless you. And elevate all of you in Jesus' name. I think I've acknowledged all those I can see. May God bless everybody. All those who can type, all those who cannot type. Uh, may God favor you. Lady Beatrice, um, the Lord bless you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lily, God bless you. My God, I like your name. Lily, God bless you. Gladys, um, God bless you. Some of you, dear, even the God bless you are not Miami. It's the song. Nah. Hey. He said, Victory, the Lord bless you. Emilia, Aka, the Lord bless you. He's serious. He will be so. Now, why is he? I just said, Amen.
Yeah. Some of you, when I call you right now to come and sing right now, Satan will cannot even hear, not to talk about the devil. Do you know the <laughs> angels cry will not even come around because the key, whether it's Z or F or G or Q or W, we don't even know which key is that. We beg you, la. Amen. You know, the song is very important because it has to spice in the atmosphere for the move of God. Hallelujah. It, they have to spice in the atmosphere for the move of God. And this is the reason why we play songs to saturate the atmosphere for God to manifest. I don't know whether you get it. Uh -huh. So, it's very important to be playing songs whilst ministering so that the power of God can have its way through the song. There are some of us, even what I will preach the whole day, you will not listen to any of them. But one song can touch you. I don't know whether you get it. Mm. Just one song can touch you and change your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God bless everybody and may the Lord favor you all let's pray father we give you all the glory we give you all the glory we thank you for your protection we thank you for the grace revealed we thank you for how far you've brought us all we commit this day even to your hands and we pray that mighty father that you would do that which you always do the best and take all the glory. We subdue every power that will make himself manifest, even in our meeting. We declare and we decree by the power of the Spirit that the power of God will have its way through our lives this morning. That the grace of God will touch our situations this morning. I pray, O oh Lord, that before the service will come to an end, I ask that let the sick be healed. Let the oppressed be set free. I pray, O oh Lord, that you will glorify your son, yourself through your servant and cause us to testify amazingly this morning. Let there be miracles in Jesus' mighty name have we prayed. Can I hear a believing amen this very morning? Hallelujah. Okay. Um, okay. Um, the person with the name Lily, remind me that I have to pray for you concerning any name like Ajay, okay? Mm -hmm. Just remind me that I'll pray for you concerning a name like Ajay. So just get in touch um, before the service will come to an end, and I'll speak to you. Right, yeah, I'll speak to you and pray for you. And let's see. There is somebody also with the name Lady Beatrice. I will speak to you concerning a name like Cooks.
I will speak to you concerning a name like Cooks. Okay, you two hold on. Uh, so I will talk to you concerning that name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You don't have to send nails to the office. It's not appropriate. So you leave the nails in the house and you send the passport to the office and whatever else. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Lamanana. Lamanana Messiah. Okay, first of all, let me make this few announcements, then we will go. By the grace of God, I'm about to have a face to face meeting, even with some of you, by the grace of God. And. I want everybody who is around these places to get involved. Hallelujah. Um, Accra people, you have to WhatsApp this number and the person will add you to a page. So that the very day I will announce I'm coming, uh, a week before we will start whatever preparation we have to prepare. Hallelujah. And then we'll get ourselves you know, ready for the the instructions the Lord will give to us. And I believe that many of us will be blessed through this meeting. Okay? Mm-hmm. And um, Kumasi people too, I'll be meeting them. All those in Kumasi, I'll be meeting them. So let's all note it. I think the Kumasi rep is not in. So, um, the Kumasi rep is not in. So, I think when she's in, I'll make that announcement as well. And there are various places we mention. All of them, anytime they come, I'll start the announcement again. So that you can pick their numbers and WhatsApp them and try your maximum best to join and let's see what god has for us amen uh, you have to pardon me for my voice I'm, I'm i'm struggling with my voice for a while now and i know very soon it will be well amen thank you holy spirit Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want you to type, thank you, Jesus, wherever you are. I want you to type, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go and read something in the Bible. Um, According to the word of the Lord in 
Second Kings chapter 4, the verse 1 going. Please, let's do a quick reading and let's see what the Lord has for us. And then I'll pray for people and then we'll believe God for his word before we close. Hallelujah. I'm about to give you a short word. Then we will use that word to pray. Amen. By the grace of God, all those who joined uh, yesterday, I told you that this morning, when you are coming, come with a token of either a key or a passport. Okay? Come with these tokens because we want to believe God even for his grace to be revealed. Hallelujah. Amen. Now we are reading. Everybody, please look to your Bible or whatever and let's believe God. It said, Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. Thou knowest that my servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bound men. I'm reading from the King James Bible. The verse 2 says, and Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me what hast thou in the, in the house? And she said, Thy handmaid had not anything in the house save a pot of oil. The verse 3. Then he said, Go and borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels of all thy neighbors, borrow not a few. Verse 4, And when thou come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. Verse 5, so she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured out verse 6 and it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son bring me yet a vessel and he said unto her there is not a vessel more and he, the oil stayed verse 7 Please, I want you to share the link. I, I pray everybody should hear the word the Lord has for us this morning. Um, but you share link in my invite everybody. Tell the person to come alive. There's a word for us this morning. Verse 7. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil and pay thy debt, and leave thou and thy children of the rest. It's okay. So we are reading up to the verse 7 alone. Is that clear now? Now, this is a simple story most of us we've heard in the Bible. And most of us we've also read in the Bible. Can you hear me? This story talks about a prophet that died and left the sons and the wife in debt. According to the Bible, the Bible made us understand that the people the husband was owing came even to take the money. 
and the wife was not having the money. So I think that the terms and conditions involved in it is that there is something called a collateral that you have to put down before you can take any loan. And the collateral is that the guy didn't have any property. So the only property the guy had was his sons. And according to the Bible, the Bible said that the guy may be paid the terms and conditions said that if he's not able to pay the debt, they should come and take any of the sons to be a born servant. And the terms were agreed, but the wife was not aware. I'm about to make the word of God so simple and open for everybody. Imagine, do you think that if the wife was aware, would the wife agree that they should put his son as a collector? <clears throat> so it means that all this while, the wife wasn't aware of what the husband did. Today you will be blessed this morning. The kind of understanding I'm getting through this scripture, you'll be blessed this morning as never before. So the creditors came to take the money. And the money was not available, so they took the son. When they were about to take the son, the woman realized that the servant or the husband had a man of God. And the woman quickly went to the man of God and said, Papa, your servant, my husband, is dead. But I, won't, I was shocked to hear this. How can it be possible that he was a servant to the prophet, but when he died, the prophet wasn't away? <laughs> There are certain questions I want you to start asking yourself. As soon as I start preaching, I'm about to say certain things. He's a servant to the prophet. But according to the Bible, when he died, huh, the prophet was not even aware that he died. The prophet was not even aware that he went and took a loan. I don't know whether you get what I'm trying to say. The prophet was not even aware that he went and took a loan. What am I trying to say now? Are you with me now, church? What I'm trying to say is that church. Okay, let, let, me, just, let me just finish the, the summary and then I'll start the word. And he went and told the prophet. And the prophet said, Okay, you, you the woman, what do you have in your house? And the woman said to the prophet, Prophet, you know what? I don't have anything in my house. I only have an oil. This morning, what do you have in your hand? Most of us, we don't have anything save a passport. Most of us, we don't have anything save a ring. Most of us, we don't have anything save a key. Hmm. 
And the prophet said, oh God, this is what I want. So far as you have something in your house, the Lord can multiply the, that which is in your hand. And he said, then go and borrow vessels. When you borrow vessels, lock yourself and your sons in a room and begin to pour the oil. And as she, she did that, she poured the oil to a point that all the vessels were full. And the oil stopped flowing. And she went back to the prophet and asked the prophet a simple question. Prophet, I did your instruction and this was the outcome. And the prophet told her, then go and sell those pots of oil. And now go and pay the debt and you and your family should live with the rest. What am I preaching this morning? I am preaching on something I've entitled, What do you have in your hand? Are you with me here? I want you to type, What do you have in your hand? What do you have in your hand? Thank you, Holy Ghost. What do you have in your hand? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to start by ministering by letting you know that an empty hand is an empty destiny. An empty hand, hear me, an empty hand is an empty fulfillment of destiny. There is nobody God gave or brought to this earth without something in his hand. <clears throat> so it means that if a man is walking in, on this earth and the man does not have anything in his hand, the man actually is a failure on earth and cannot perform anything tangible on this life. One day, the Bible said that the people of Israel, okay, I'll get there. I'll get there. I, I, I don't want to rush the word. Let me take my time and should I preach or should I teach? Which of them do you want? Should I, should I, should I calm down, right? My God. Okay, now, hear me. According to the Bible, a woman who was a wife to a prophet, imagine a whole prophet, <laughs> church, a woman who was a wife to a whole prophet was in debt. Say, <laughs> anointing or poverty does not respect anointing. <laughs> That is the first thing I want you to understand. Poverty does not respect anointing. Poverty does not respect calling. Po 
poverty does not respect your position. What poverty respects is wisdom and strategies. It means that you can be anointed and be tormented if you are not wise. Hear me. It means that you can be anointed and be tormented if you are not wise. The truth of the matter is that in this life, there are many people that think that when God calls you, God gives you money. There are many of us that think that when God brings you even to his vineyard, he gives you a certificate that shows that you are qualified to have money. It is not so. In Deuteronomy 8.18, the Bible said that... The Lord, remember the Lord thy God, for it is him that giveth thee power to make wealth. God does not give wealth. He gives us power. What is power? Power is an idea. Power is a wisdom. Power is a strategy in order to make wealth. So, you might have the power to make wealth, but if you don't know how to strategize your life well, you will live and end in poverty. Have you seen it now? God does not give us riches to make wealth. I want you to look at the scripture well. Deuteronomy 8.18 God does not give us riches to make wealth. He gives us power. What is power? Power is knowledge. Power is an energy being given to a man to enable the man to be able to push even to his highest limits in life. Am I talking to you now? So the Bible said that God will not give you money, but will give you power to make money. I don't know whether you get what I'm trying to say. So there was a prophet that liked strategies in life, and the prophet died broke. Ah, the prophet died broke. One of the things I understood, what actually killed the prophet was called depression and frustration. Because the prophet's entire life was thinking how to pay the debt. He kept on worrying until he died out of the worrying. One of the wisdom I want you to understand that in this life, the Bible said that a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. So if you, if you are in this life and you don't plan and strategize your life well, you put your children in danger and in a mess. Some of you, you live like there is no tomorrow. Some of you, you live like you will never marry. Some of you, you live like there is no door that will open for you for you to give birth in life. Some of you, you live like this life is only about your now, not your tomorrow. Every good man and every good woman has a future in his mind, in his present time. He's always having fu- the future in his mind. What I'm trying to say is that, When you get money, you don't eat all. You think for about tomorrow as well. Because you don't know what is in tomorrow. 
church you told me to come down so don't don't pretend as if you 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 people my network is not good the way you the way you people have started this is just the introduction of what i'm about to say la now There are some of you, the way you are mismanaging things, the way you are mismanaging money, a time is coming that up till now, you are 35 years, you are 20 years, you are 25 years, you are 30 years, you are 27, you are 28. You don't even have any money you can pinpoint and say, and me who chill me ewo baby, I met me the men sanko can be be say me me wo sika wo baby a bit me abuame. How many of you can do that? How many of us can do that? The problem is that listen to me. The problem is that most of us we lack ideas. We lack the grace, the power God is talking about, the ideas, the strategies, the abilities, and the wisdom to be able to manage the resources we have. As young as you are, you have not even started working and you've started taking quick loan. What will be of your future? I sometimes can only say, and then you It's in our own Church, you have started taking quick loan and you are running quick loan. Baby, I would do undrew baby. So it means that all are you trying to tell me that all this while while you were living on this earth, into when yes, was as so. No, no, church. Let, let us let us be wise on this earth. Are you trying to tell me that all this while you got you didn't get any money in this life? So the question is, what happened to the monies that you received in this life? What happened? It was lack of management that made you lose all the things God gave to you. There are some of us, we were privileged to get people that were giving us money every week. What happened to it? Mismanagement. You didn't get the wisdom to be able to save. Because you were thinking about now, not tomorrow. There are some of us, our mentality is that our helpers will always be around. It is never true. Helpers, they come for a season. They come for a reason. And they come for a lesson. Tell me. I'm saying it again. Every helper comes for a reason, comes for a season, and comes for a lesson. Before a helper will come, then the Lord indeed knows that there is a reason why he is bringing that helper to you. So if the helper comes and you don't know how to manage things and God be touching the heart, the heart of the helper to be, to be, to be blessing your life and you keep squandering the money, a time is coming. The helper season will end and he will go. What will you eat again? So what actually killed the prophet was lack of mismanagement, lack of management. 
So the prophet mismanaged his home, mismanaged his business, mismanaged his ministry, and mismanaged his, his, his money. And end up being poor and end up being owing. The truth of the matter is that the prophet entered into terms and conditions the wife was not aware of. Because no woman will allow the son to be used as a collateral. There is no woman. I know this message will not attract a lot of people this morning. There is no woman on this earth that will allow his son to be used as a collateral. Then that very day, the marriage will collapse. Is it not true? Is it not true? Now, this man went into an agreement without the wife knowing. Number two, the prophet was not even aware. I'm about to say two things here. I know this place, some of you will pretend as if the network is not good. TMA. Church. One of the dangerous things to do. That was yesterday, what I was saying yesterday. Do you remember yesterday in the evening? That was why I was, you know, angry and was talking to Sandy. One of the dangerous things to do in life is to have a prophet. Is to have a husband. A beloved. Huh? Somebody you want to end your life with, you want to be with forever. And you live a life that is a life of secrecy or a life of dependency. There are most of us, you have a certain idea that then you don't need anybody. You were not supposed to even date or supposed to marry at the first place. So far as you marry, so far as you give your heart to a man, you've committed your soul, your body, and your relationship with the person forever. So the first error of this guy was that he didn't tell his pastor. That's the first error. And this is what most of us are doing. You, you, you went and took certain things your fathers were not aware there are some of you, you have spirit, you have fathers in the Lord. Plenty fathers in the Lord. None of them are aware of your next move. They are not aware of any of your move. When you are going to this place, nobody knows. When you are doing this, nobody knows. Even your beloved does not know. You are, you are heading to chaos. See me. The reason God brings people into our life so that we can share certain problems with them. It is said that every shared problem is a, is a half-solved problem. Is it not true? Is it not true? The problem we have in our generation is this. Most of us are very independent and secretive. I am I don't need anybody. I don't want anybody to interfere with the things of my life. I want to be alone. I want to do things the way I want to do. Then you have to live alone. You don't even have to date. You don't even have to marry. How to talk about giving birth to children? 
You don't even have to be with where people are. You have to go to the cemetery. That is your destination in life. That is where you need to stay and enjoy life because that's where you will not need anybody. Nobody is there. The problem of the prophet is that the prophet didn't tell the wife of the move he took. The prophet didn't tell his own prophet that he was about taking a move. So what is the mind of God towards it? Am I talking to somebody? What is the mind of God towards it? The prophet was not aware. The wife was not even aware. And he created a mess for himself. And a mess for his family. Can I tell you, in this life, whatever you do affects your generation. Any decision you take on this earth, it affects your entire generation. Whether positive decisions or negative decisions, decision be a bit taken it affects your generation. The guy never knew that the decision he was taking will affect his home. The guy never knew that the decision he was taking will affect his home. And in the realm of the spirit, the guy made a decision that ruined his family forever. That brought them even to perpetual poverty and debt. If not the grace of God and the wisdom of the woman, it means that the woman, listen to me, the woman, what the man failed to do after a problem came, the woman did what the man failed to do. Where did the woman went to? To the prophet. I want to say what the woman said. The verse 2. Everybody, uh, um, the verse 1. Look at what the woman said in the verse 1. The woman said, Your servant my husband is dead the question is how can you be a son to a prophet and you die and the prophet is not aware it means you are actually not a son i say verse one i don't know whether you get it how can it be possible that a servant to a prophet is dead and the prophet is not aware. It means that the prophet who died never had any relationship with Elijah. Oh, that is what it means. The prophet never had any relationship with Elijah. But they, he, he, he goes to his church. He goes to the church of Elisha. He goes to the prayer meetings of Elisha. Everybody calls him son of Papa Seth. Son of Papa Miracle. But truly, Papa Miracle does not know him as a son. 
Papa said, does not know him as a son. It is dangerous to call somebody your father and the person does not even know whether you are a son. That is the most dangerous thing you can ever do. Do you know the problem of our, 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 this our generation? You, you, have, you have packaged a lot of people and you call them fathers all around you. So A does not even know whether you are a son. B does not know whether you are a daughter. Nobody knows. It looks like the fact that you go to somebody's church, the fact that you go to somebody's meeting does not make you his, your, your father. Every father has to be known. If you ask somebody, who is your father? He said, hey, Pastor Ajiman Elvis. Hey, hey. Do he know you? Maybe you don't understand a father. A father knows his children. Does he know you? If he does not know you, he's not your father. He's just somebody like a follower. You are just following him. And you admire his ministry. And you admire the work he's doing. When, let me ask you now. Who is your father? Me, I don't blame you that you cannot communicate things to people. But the question is, who is your father? If you mention your father's name, I have to go and ask your father. Father, do you know this person? Yes, so that is my daughter. When a father agrees that somebody is his daughter, then it means that now responsibility should be involved between two of them. So imagine somebody who is a father to a prophet. The person is doing something and the father is not aware. Do you think the person is a father? And do you also think that the person is also a son? That, that is the problem of this generation. Parading people all around us. Calling them fathers without them knowing. So, you, you, you see, this life, eh? Mommy, Every father is one. The rest are called instructors. Get somebody you can account to. Get somebody you can talk to. I. Get somebody you can pick a phone and call and say, Daddy, I'm hungry. Daddy, I'm in pain. Daddy, I'm crying. Is it not what we do to our fathers? I'm asking you a simple question. Is it not what we do to our fathers? Daddy, somebody have done this to me. Daddy, I'm in pain. Daddy, I'm, I'm about to do this. Daddy, what should I do? Give me an idea. Daddy, well, I don't... This, maybe you don't understand a father. I'm saying things, Ankasa. See me. Any father huh, who does not have 
you in mind actually does not yet consider you as a son. Any father today that cannot pick your cause actually have not yet accepted you as a father because as a, as a daughter or as a son because the truth of the matter is that before you say somebody is your father then it takes a lot of commitment and loyalty and dedication these things i have to take my time as i will stay in verse one i will not go anywhere i have to take my time and explain this very well the problem of the prophet that died and left death was that he was a father, a man of God that can solve people's solution. But the man of God's anointing was not working for him. Why? Because number two, he was familiar. The man of God had the anointing to solve the problem of the guy all this while. But the guy couldn't get his problem being solved by a father. Hey. It means that the guy was familiar with the anointing of the prophet. The guy was familiar even with the anointing of the prophet. Any man of God you are familiar with, any man you think you are co-equal with him, any man of God you think you are classmate, any man of God you don't honor and value, sir, forget his anointing to work for you. You only hang around him for fun's sake. You only hang around him for popularity's sake. And uh, preaching and yet the Every father knows a son. Church, can I can I say things? Every father knows a son. There are some of you, huh? You you fake around fathers. You fake around fathers. You cannot even identify with him publicly. You are not a son. I say we there, and then the minimum set number you and cost through that, but a ready demo ever call. Oh yeah. You cannot identify with the father publicly. He's not a father. Brazilian hair to me daso. A man pabuadaso. Bio 16, I was so. Brazilian hair and the namso. Mpabuaka anaba. Pabuan pabuaka anaba. Ninyinegugu so. Perfumes. Ninyinase seso. 
you have never attended any meeting of your father and you call him your father, you are a joker. Hear me. Do you know where I stay? Huh? Do you know where I stay? There is no major program at Cape Coast. Major program at Cape Coast. You will not see me there. If I cannot go, I will send a message and send my seed. Those of you who have hung around with me in Sunyane, you, 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 you know. When it comes to my church, Port Bean can die. When it comes to serving my father, Port Bean can die. Because I cannot call him a father and not serve him and identify with him. Familiarity is what is killing this generation. We are connected to many men of God but no results because we think that it is the connection that brings the results. No say, no ma. It is not just the connection. It is not just the connection. It is not just the connection. Am I preaching to somebody now? The guy was connected to a prophet, but died broke. Because the person thought that in life he can do everything by his own strength and by his own might. Maybe some of you think what I'm preaching, I'm trying to parade sons and daughters for myself. No, 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 no. No. I said, I'm talking to you, pay your father. The one you have as a father in the Lord. I want to connect to him well. That is what I am trying to tell you. Be transparent with him. Serve him. Honor him. And let his anointing speak for you. Am I talking to you? The wife then said, I think, I think in the afternoon we will continue. Then the woman said, you know that my husband feared the Lord. <laughs> the fear of the Lord does not cancel poverty and debt. Too. That is the jargon of today. Papa, why is it that I pray? Why is it that I go to church but things are not going on well? Mama, why is it that I do everything? I give my tithe, I give my offerings, I give my seed, I give everything. And Mama, why is it that I even go to my father's house and I wash his clothes? I even, I even bath. You even bath him. 
Nothing is working. It does not mean that. Actually, there is so, let me see. Eh? There is something I'm teaching right now. If you can hear me, it will help you. La. When it comes to life, business, and money, say it is only three things that happens in it. When it comes to business, number one, first thing you need is called favor. Number two is called wisdom. And number three is called hard work. When it comes to the aspect of being a Christian and living life, as in you want to be wealthy, these are the three things that must be active in your life. He followed the Lord. He feared the Lord. But he died very broke. He feared the Lord. But he died very broke. Because his life wasn't favored. His life was not full of grace. He was not a hard worker. There are mismanagement everywhere in the body of Christ. And the mismanagement is what is killing many people's dream. Do you know what has substituted hard work? It is called laziness. Mrs. Obiba sorry at Jenny Paddy and Kodibeshe TV. So be best sorry at Jenny for his future. A Juma Ben Cran Amenye, then a main financial investment Ben Amenye, Mr. Cordibeshe BB Niger. Cordibeshe series. Shame on to our generation. You expect to make what? No, what do you expect? Do you think money grows from trees? No, do you think money grows from trees? Money grows through hard work, tolls, wisdom, and favor. The problem of the prophet, I've told you, number one, he was not truthful to his father. Number two, he was not truthful to his wife. Number three, he lacked three things. He lacked favor. He lacked grace. And he lacked hard work. And he has accumulated debts. Accumulated debt everywhere. And the wife quickly came and said, Papa, I know your sons. There are people who have come to take my sons. I cannot keep quiet like my husband kept quiet and died. Imagine if the husband was open to the prophet. Do you think that the husband would have ended being a poor person? Do you think that if the husband had been telling the father of every move, do you think that he would have inquired such a depth in his life, not knowing that the solution lies in his own house, but he never knew? 
He never knew that the solution to change his life is always in his house. He never knew. When the wife went and told the prophet in the verse 2, the prophet asked the wife, what do you have in your hands? What do you have in your house? And he said, I don't have anything in my house save a pot of oil. He said, that is good. Anytime God wants to use a man, God will always capitalize on what the man is having to use him through that. Can I say it again? Anytime God wants to use a man, God capitalizes on what the person is having in order to use that person for his glory. When God met Moses, when God met Moses, according to the word of the Lord, what was the first thing he asked Moses? In Exodus chapter 3, the first thing he asked Moses was that, Moses, what is in your hand? And he said, a staff. And he said, cast the staff on the ground. And the staff which he cast on the ground turned into a snake. The staff he had on his hand, it turned into a snake. That same staff, Moses never threw the staff away. Am I talking now? Moses never threw the staff away. When he go to the Red Sea, God told him, stretch forth the staff upon the sea. That was the same staff he used to perform all the wonders and the miracles in Egypt. What do you have? There are some of you, you don't have anything saves a voice that you can sing. If you can allow God to shape in that voice, he will use that voice to change your life. There are some of you, the only thing you know is a talent to write. If you can allow God, God can shape in that talent of writing to change your life. If you can use God, if you can allow God. The prophet, what do you have in your house? What do you have? Is he a talent? Is he a business? Is he a passport? Is he, if you can allow God step in in the matter of the affairs of your life, he can change it. Am I preaching? Looks like the atmosphere is so cool. I don't know whether you people can hear me. I'm telling you. What do you have? If you tell me you don't have anything, then you are a failure in disguise. You, you, you are not part of the candidate of people who are supposed to be blessed in this life. You are not part. Don't you have any talent in this life? Don't you have any skill in this life? 
Don't you have any gift in this life? Don't you have any physical thing you can use even as a point of contact for the Lord to help you? Don't you? There are some of you. There are some of you. You know how to cook. That is what you have. If you allow God, God can shape in that cooking skills to change your destiny forever. God can shape in it to change yours, your destiny. What do you have? This very morning, we are talking about what do you have. And I'm trying to tell you, God can only multiply what you have. Not what you wish that he will give to you. Let me say it again. God can only multiply what you have. Not what you wish that he will give to you. What do you have? I have se- then the verse 3. Second Kings chapter 4, the verse 3. The prophet said, Then I want you to go and borrow vessels. From who? Your neighbors. I'm preaching reality messages. I want you to go and borrow vessels from who? Your neighbors. Your neighbors. A Nigerian man will say, your neighbor. That is what a Nigerian man will say. Go and borrow vessels from your neighbors. Then he said, even empty vessels. Borrow not a few. Look at the instruction of the prophet. Imagine. Listen. Listen to me. Imagine. God does not fill full vessels. God always fills empty vessels. God does not fill full vessels. God fills empty vessels. If you have a life that you think you are so full of yourself, the truth of the matter is that in this life, if you are not empty, you can never be fooled. You can never be filled by God. Go and borrow empty vessels. Go. Go and borrow. From who? Your neighbors. Your neighbors. When I read it, the Holy Ghost told me it is called relationship. Have you seen what I'm trying to say now? The Holy Spirit told me this morning that what he's trying to teach me is that there is nobody who is an island. We all need somebody. Did you hear what I just said? There is nobody in this life who is an island. We all need somebody in this life. Do you know what happened? Do you know? Go and borrow vessels from your neighbor. It means that 
If this lady did not have any relationship with his neighbors, do you think they would have given her empty vessels? Relationship. Your life, you live it as if it is only you. It, listen, there are instruction. Relationship is the key to breaking that instruction. Because Relationship matters. Go to your neighbors and start borrowing. Borrow. Borrow. Tell them you will need something. Tell them. When you say it, you will not die. Leave your pride alone. God is teaching us things this morning. No? Let your pride go. God is speaking. Go to that neighbor and tell the neighbor, neighbor, I need that thing. I need this help. This is a prophetic instruction. The woman would have said, Hey, why should I go to my neighbors and go and collect things? Don't you know they will think I'm a failure in life? Don't you know they will think I'm a borrower? Don't you know they will start laughing at me? Sane yo. Sane yo. Sane yo. The problem of this generation is that we think we can solve our problems alone. You would die early, my brother, my sister. You would die early. There are some people who have the solution to your life. They are just around you. You don't know. Stop being acting as if you are Mr. Know-all. E tode bia kobin chenko jinyan sakakra. E de kaundi ya hon. E tode bia kobin chenko bisa diye. Sister, se, me pese me ye business bi. Ma wusa wusu, u ye business. Se, se, ye be ye, me nyane sayin. Ax, you will not die. This message is not messaging at all. There are some of you, you can be in your room dying. Pick a phone and call somebody to, it is pride. Pick a phone and call somebody to, you cannot. Pride is killing you. I don't know what, I say pride is killing you. Take a phone, call somebody. Charlie, I'm dying. Can you help me? I'm dying. Hey, what is wrong with you? Go and borrow vessels from your neighbors. Listen. 
And when you borrow the vessels, listen to me. When you borrow the vessels, this is the mystery. Go and lock yourselves in your room. You and your sons. Because if they know the secret to your explosion, you are dead. Mame, when you be a bit me a casem, and you seem be an eka. Did you hear what I just said? It's not everybody in this life that should know the source of your wealth. It's not everybody in this life that should know the source of your uplifting. God told the woman to enter into the room and lock the door. Your neighbors should not know even what you are doing in your room. You only borrowed vessels. You didn't borrow oil from them. Up to now, how many of us know how, how coke is being manufactured? Up till now. There are many companies who have tried to make coke, but coke always has something in it that is different than any other thing. Do you know that? Am, am I talking to you? Can you hear me? now no brand knows how they manufacture their things up till now why when it comes to their productivity they are very secretive about it there is no man or no woman who wants to be successful and keep exposing his lifting and keep exposing what lift him listen ex ask every man of god man of god please how did you get what did you do to get to this place do you know what you say prayer <laughs> you know what you say? Seed. You know what you say? It's a lie. Don't you pray. Don't you fast some. They have secrets they do. It is between them and their God. They have secrets and the things, it is between them and their God. Some of you, the problem in this life is that you talk. Just one visa, just one travel. Everybody in your house have known you will travel. You, 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 you are praying too much. I don't know whether you understand it in English. Can't you hide yourself small? Every good thing that is about to happen, everybody will know that that good thing has happened. You're, you're, even if you are not talking, your Facebook will be talking for you. Your WhatsApp will be talking for you. Your IG will be talking for you. Your TikTok will be talking for you. Money, money, money. Money, money, money. Money, money, money. Money on my mind. The problem is that we cannot hide. 
it. Nobody should know the source of your breakthrough. Close it. Shut the door, you and your sons. What I am teaching you people should be a secretive something that only you and your sons know. Nobody else should know. Because it's a life-changing thing I'm doing for you. Common USA you want to go. Every friend you know, wakrano. And by the grace of God, do you know I'll be going to US next two months? What's up, Ruby? I don't me. I I will stop work very soon. Is it why? Yes, I have to travel. Yes, I, even my sisters is I want to. I'll to go through certain places before I come to US. Look at this. You you are your own problem. If you don't know, you are your own problem in life. No, not a witch. You keep quiet. You are in a hurry too much. Keep quiet. Your secret is your power. Hide yourself small. And then my mama, why is it I want to marry? No, I want that. Marriage, you know. Is it a public show? Right now, everybody knows that you are coming to marry. Your, your DP is DP. Right now, your beloved is everywhere. Is it by force? Is it by, can't you hide things more? Me I, me, I always listen. Me, there are things I prefer, but people will not understand me in here. Me, I'll prefer your wedding invitation. I don't bring your face. Don't bring your beloved's face. It's not by force. It's my name you need and the date and the venue you need. What is it the faith you are using to come? Then stop, don't come. And we want to see the bride. We want to see the bride. When you come there, you will see her. Because she is not a grandmother. She is a lady. When you come there, you will see her. And this life, eh, if you don't hide yourself small and everything you want to show off, you will always cripple and kill your destiny. This message is no good cry. You have to be very careful. It's not every smile. It's not every smile that is actually love. There are people who is smiling at you, but in their head, they are frowning. There are people who are showing you their white teeth, but they have a black heart. 
Be careful. It's not every congratulation that shows that they love you. There are certain congratulations is to show envy and pain. There are certain clap and applause. It's not, it does not mean upliftment. It's sometimes it is mockery. Be very careful in life. Hide yourself. And the woman went and did the same. After the woman did that very thing instruction, the Bible said that she got multiple of empty vessels that were full with oil. And this is the last part I want to talk about. And then we will believe God for the afternoon. My time is up. I've told you severally that we only have two hours. Have you seen time near Yazo? I come here five minutes, not time now. So. I, I, am I talking to you now? The, so you will see <laughs> that after she did everything like that, huh? after she did everything in life, and she, she did what the prophet had inscribed, hmm? suddenly, she got a lot of multiplications. And this is the part I want to talk before I close. Listen to it. The Bible said that she returned back to the prophet. This is where the problem of this generation. And this is why men of God are growing bitterness everywhere. There is somebody who will come to you looking for a solution. You will pray. The person will keep disturbing you, disturbing you, disturbing you, disturbing you, disturbing you. Until the person receives a miracle, you will not see the person again. What kind of ungrateful generation are we in? There are certain attitudes you don't even feel like picking anybody's call again. There are certain attitudes that you don't even feel like picking people's call again because you can, you can kill yourself for somebody and the person will show you lie. Me, I have seen people that called me to give a testimony, but will never come to my platform to give a testimony. Can, can you imagine such nonsense? They can send me a testimony on my WhatsApp line, but they can never come to my platform to say it, it, that, that testimony. But you see that same person sharing that same testimony on another platform. The problem is that you are trying to tell me, say, I'm like a donkey. I should do every dirty work for you. And that is it. The wisdom here is that Jesus prayed for 10 people. They received their sight. And only one person came back to thank him. And do you know what Jesus told him? Jesus told him that because of what you have done, you are made whole. There is a difference between healing and wholeness. There is a difference between healing and wholeness. Wholeness is actually a complete form of healing. So it means that the others were healed, but this one who came back to show himself to Jesus got became very whole. 
in this life, the woman knew where the blessing came from. The woman quickly went to the prophet and told the prophet, prophet, the Lord has blessed me. Prophet, the door has opened for me. And the man of God said, then go and sell. Go and sell. Go and jubilate. Go and enjoy that money. I remember there was a, a lady that kept on sending me messages. That kept on calling me every single day concerning one issue. It was a delay concerning her traveling. When the lady went and traveled, huh? when she got to the U.S., the only thing she said is that, God bless you, Papa, by the grace of God, now I'm in U.S. I will come to testify. It has been three months now. I've not set my eyes on her again. Three months. The attitude of an African is that if the person does not have anything, the attitude is different. But when the person has, the attitude is also different. That is a mentality of an African man. The person can play humble because the person does not have what he's looking for today. There are people, do you know the people who used to come to this platform? They don't even step here again. My bo be a poda. No, no. My bo be a poda. My chimo be a genisikada. I will never do that in life. Why is it no now? I mean, preaching now, judging me. Stop using FF word. F word is no good. I don't know where you've traveled to be, but stop using FF word. You don't have to be talking and be saying fuck, 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 what? Uh-huh. This life, we've all gone through things, so fucking does not make the thing go. I don't know whether I get it. It's very important. Uh, and so don't say it again. Mm. It is done. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Uh-huh. So that's the, that's the problem of this generation. Came back. Came back. And told the prophet. Prophet, this is what you have done. I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And the prophet thanked the woman and blessed the woman and said, go and eat and enjoy. Pay the debt. You and your family enjoy the rest. Am I talking to you? Enjoy the rest. Enjoy everything you have. It's for you. That is the beauty part of testimony. One day I was there, somebody said something that I was shocked. 
I received a certain money and I can't come and testify for the money because, and the man of God will say, now, has somebody testified about money and I said the person should pay tight before? I will never do that. this generation is this ungratefulness is killing the potency of our walk with God and man uh, I, this message it pains me but I think I've landed with the message and by my time is up can you clap your hands for Jesus what a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. Uh, right from this place, I'll be uploading this message. I'll be uploading this message. Um, what do you have in your hand? That is the theme of the message. Yes. That is the theme of the message. What do you have in your hand? Hallelujah. I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice. From today, every talent, every gift, every skill, every commodity, every business, whatever you have in your hand, I declare, may the Lord multiply it unto you in Jesus' mighty name. May the Lord multiply it unto you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We give God the glory. And uh, yeah, yeah, the I'm left with 30 seconds. So I can and yeah, me falter. It is the timing is very bad. And we don't like coming early. I don't know whether it's not my fault. So I have to preach as well because I'm not just a ritualist that I'll I'll be coming to you know prophesy every day. I don't know whether you get it. Uh-huh. So, God willing, this afternoon, I will come and I will deliver the message. Hmm? Okay. I will come and I will deliver the message to you. God bless you. God bless you. If you want to support the work of God, the number is 054-390-7215. The number is 